1: And for those who may not have noticed, the real estate market is finally starting to heat up again in conjunction with an improving economy. Uh, you may be seeing a lot more for sale signs and a lot more activity in your neighborhood, as uh, many of us do. The thawing of market conditions is is bringing a number of new buyers to the market as well and today we'll take a look at the buying process and talk with our guest about the purchase contract on your new home, uh, something that kind of gets overlooked sometimes. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and really looking forward to our discussion today. Uh, I'll be joined by LaBelle Law attorney Courtney Kliczynski, and she's going to share with us some of the important steps in the home buying process and explain, you know, what I I might refer to as many of the realities that can get overlooked in the excitement of making a first-time purchase in particular. And we've got a lot to cover. I want to get to just as much of it as we can with the time we've got, so let's get started. First of all, hello, Courtney. Thanks for making some time to join us on the podcast today.
0: Of course. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Now, obviously, you know, buying a home, if nothing else, is a very large expense. Uh, it, it's a big investment, whether you're a first-time buyer or you moved in and out of several properties. Why is it beyond just the expense? Why is it in you know, a buyer's best interest to have an attorney represent them through this process?
0: Well, first, the real estate contract in any purchase is a very complex document. You know, the contract always contains various obligations and potential liabilities for the buyer, and an attorney can help their client understand those different obligations. And you know, as you know, financing a home purchase has also become more challenging. So an attorney can assist a buyer in dealing with a mortgage broker or lender and, and keep an eye out for bait-and-switch tactics or escalating lender fees.
1: Well, let's talk about some of those. And, and, you know, you just like to think that when you're buying a home, it's, it's always going to be a above-the-board process, but you call out a few things there that we, we want to talk about before we're done today. Now, when we talk about buying a home, I think a lot of people have been through it. You envision the closing. That's, that's the critical event. Everyone gets together and all the papers are signed. But, you know, to me, in reality, the buyer needs an attorney well in advance of that, beginning with that, that contract when they say, I want to buy a, buy a home. So what are some of the first things you work on when you represent buyers as soon as that contract is signed?
0: Well, as soon as the contract is signed, I take half an hour to look over the contract generally, look out for any issues that I might want to discuss with a client, and just generally make sure that the contract itself accurately reflects the buyer's understanding of, of what they're getting into.
1: Yeah, and I think that's important because, you know, I think people focus on that purchase price and they focus on, on the condition of the home to a certain extent, but there's a lot more that, that goes into that. Now, it, as I said, it's a big investment. What are the areas that you as an attorney can can protect your buyer? And you, you mentioned some things on the financial side, some some fraud and, and locking in the rates. You know, financially, what do you do with a contract once you get it?
0: Well, one of the first things that we'll do is always make sure our client is aware of the various different fees that they may be required to pay for that aren't necessarily reflected in just the purchase price, as you mentioned. So one of the things that buyers can be responsible for is a municipality transfer tax. So sometimes a buyer may be required to pay an extra tax on the purchase of a property in addition to some inspections, repairs, or certain certifications that municipalities may require.
1: And talk about the inspection process a little bit too. How, how does that factor into the contract process and how critical is it?
0: Well, it's a very critical it's a very critical part of the process. You know as a buyer, you want to be 100% certain that this house is the house for you, and an inspection will help you discover any issues. Uh, in the house, you know, you always want to be prepared for for the house that you're going to be living in and, and buying.
1: And does that inspection process, uh, you know, I think those of us who have purchased homes or sold homes, we've we've seen it from all different views. But again, let's let's look at it from a first-time buyer. You know, you've signed the contract, you're excited, but the reality is that there's something not right about that house. You really need to d- address it at that at that point in time, and and sometimes it can you know, make for difficult negotiations. Sometimes it can even mm-hmm. kill a deal, but shouldn't really ever be overlooked if there's concerns about the property.
0: That's absolutely right. And that's something that, as an attorney, we can address during what's called the attorney review period. Uh, usually after a buyer signs a purchase contract, they have five to seven business days to send in an attorney review letter, which is basically the buyer's opportunity to make any changes they want to the contract. So after the inspection is done and the buyer has had a chance to review the inspection report, you know, as an attorney, we can ask for certain things found in the inspection report to be, to be repaired. Now, ordinarily, what we will ask is for the seller to repair major major defects or, or safety hazards in the home. So more minor things, more aesthetic things, we will not ask for, but, but major issues we definitely will. So again, the inspection report is a critical part of this process.
1: And you, you mentioned having some of those issues addressed. Is there also the option to simply alter the price so that the buyer can have the work done as opposed to having it done before they move in?
0: Well, we cannot alter the purchase price in a contract. The purchase price is set. And especially if you have a lender, they don't want to see that purchase price change. But what we can do is negotiate a closing cost credit. Now, what that means is that the purchase price is going to remain the same, but the buyer will receive a credit from the seller at closing. So it still affects your bottom line. Ultimately, the money that you pay out at closing will be a little bit less, but the purchase price does not change.
1: Okay, good. Interesting per- perspective or clarification for me there. Mm-hmm. Um, w- my guest today is Attorney Courtney Kleszinski, an associate at Lavelle Law Limited. We're, we're talking about the home buying process and covering some topics that uh, may be of uh, special interest to first-time buyers. Uh, but I think applicable to, to all of us who may go through a, a home purchase at some point. Now, uh, I want to let you in on a little uh, advice here and suggest that if you are looking to buy a home, you should stop by lavelllaw.com, Check out the information on the Residential Real Estate Practice Group. Uh, you'll find some information there, number of helpful articles uh, written by the attorneys in the practice group, including Courtney, and uh, those can be very helpful when you're kind of going through the process. Um, so I, I think I'd suggest stay with us here as we continue the conversation, but when we're done, be sure to quickly jump over to com and take a look. You'll also find some of our past podcasts there. You can download those. There are a number of them about uh, homes and, and home buying process as well that we've done over the years, so some some things that can add to the experience for you. Now, uh, Courtney, one of the things that I think um, kind of comes up from time to time you may hear these ads on the radio and see them other places that indicate that people should just pull their own documents off the internet for many transactions. These are standard transactions. You know, you just need a piece of paper. You can skip the attorney's fees. Tell me about what a real estate contract really looks like and and where it needs to be reviewed and why maybe that's not the best idea when you're buying a home.
0: Well, first of all, the the Internet is a very dangerous place to find legal documents. You never know the quality of the documents, and you don't know their source. So you might find something that looks great, but really only applies to Connecticut transactions rather than Illinois transactions. Again, you know, if you have any questions about anything that you find on the Internet, you, please always consult a lawyer. You know, better to ask now than, than have something happen down the line when you're getting closer to closing. Essentially, it's so important to hire an attorney because the real estate contract is by far the most important document in the transaction. The contract itself is typically prepared by the real estate agent and then, as I mentioned earlier, reviewed very carefully by the attorneys on both sides. So the contract contains all of the details of the purchase, and this can include the names of the buyers and sellers, the address of the property, the purchase price, and when the closing will be taking place. And the terms of the contract can vary from county to county, but in Illinois there's a standard form contract that's called the MultiBoard board Residential Real Estate Contract version 5.0e, and this multi-board contract contains several blanket provisions, uh, some of which may be amended
1: and and that sort of ties things together here because we talk about the contract which which has certain sections that, that you know maybe standard certain that need to be filled in you you talk about the relationship between the uh the lender uh you know the finance side of this and then the inspection um is it fair to say that a buyer can and should rely on their attorney then to sort of handle negotiations and all of this it you know obviously the the, the attorney will stay in touch with the buyer but the buyer should say look you know go ahead and, and get the best arrangement for me you can, work out the, the information on the inspection, but the, the attorney should take the lead in negotiating and handling all the different communications that need to go on.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's standard practice that the negotiations happen between the seller's attorney and the buyer's attorney. Again, as you mentioned, always in consultations with our clients, but those sort of issues are always negotiated between the attorneys themselves.
1: Now, one area we've got a couple minutes left here. I want to make sure we talk about that. I think you know, first-time buyers in particular are not prepared for, and um, is something new is, is to them. Is the process for handling property taxes? Uh, that's a big part of the the home buying process. What what happens there?
0: Well, in Illinois, uh, in Cook County in particular, real estate taxes are paid in arrears. So what that means is that for any any home buyer is going to be familiar with this, but 2013 taxes are assessed and billed to homeowners during 2014 in two installments. So that means that a buyer who pays for property in 2014 will also be billed for 2013's property taxes when they did not live in the home. So the contract then needs to provide a way for the seller to reimburse the buyer for those taxes. And in order to protect the buyer, an attorney can require a proration based on approximately 105 to 110% of the most recent year's ascertainable tax bill. So for example, in a property transaction that closes today, the most recent ascertainable tax bill will probably be 2012. We would take 105 or 110% of 2012's tax bill prorate it through 2013 and 2014, and give the buyer a credit at closing from the seller for that amount. Interesting.
1: Now, one other thing I want to get in here, uh, because it does come up, and and I think that um, as the market changes now, the advantage may be tipping to the seller, but I I imagine contingencies are, are still fairly commonplace. Um, Can you explain what a contingency is in a a purchase contract and how you can assist a client with a contingency contract?
0: Absolutely. There are several common contingencies in the contract. Uh, There's the mortgage contingency deadline, the closing contingency deadline, and uh, the sale of the buyer's current home, uh, a deadline, a contingency deadline for that. And generally, a uh, buyer's attorney can help draft these contingencies to give the buyer several outs, you know, an opportunity to back out of the contract in the event that they cannot meet certain expectations. So, for example, if the buyer needs to sell their current home before buying this new one, and their sale contract falls through, the buyer will want a way to get out of the purchase contract without too much penalty. And, again, the attorney can help draft this language to to best protect their client's interests.
1: And the last thing I'll, I'll pop in here real quick is, you know, naturally when someone is shopping for a home, the first thing they probably do is enlist the services of a realtor to assist them, you know, right from the first day. Does it make sense to interview and select an attorney in advance, too, so that when the time comes, when you want to make an offer, you've got a relationship with someone and you're ready to just get them started for you right away?
0: Oh, absolutely. That's a really great point. And you should always call an attorney just to make sure that you are comfortable with them, You uh, that they know what they're talking about, and that they will really have your best interests in mind.
1: Well, uh, we've done our best to keep a listeners' best interests in mind and cover great information for you today. So I want to thank uh, Courtney for being with us. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, spend some time at com to get some more information. And if you want a direct conversation, give Courtney a uh, call at Lovell Law, 847-705-7555. Next week, Attorney Heidi Schuster is going to be with me. We're going to have a very interesting conversation about Listen to this now, managing your expenses when hiring an attorney. Uh, It should be very interesting, and I think it's going to be a very frank and open discussion, and I look forward to uh, uh, talking to Heidi about that, and certainly look forward to having you with us. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555. Or email us at podcast at lavelllaw.com.